0: What's up, everybody? I'm Mike Pozoban, and you are listening to part four of episode 14 of VGM Generations. And with me, as always, is Aaron Balauchuk. Yeah, oh, <laughs> That was good. What? And Jordan Valinsky. I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I can't follow that up. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough to follow. That was really good. Uh, and of course, <laughs> if you don't know from that sound effect, we, <laughs> this month we are talking about Zelda songs. Anything and everything Zelda to celebrate Breath of the Wild. And of course, we're Playing Breath of the Wild, and we're only ever talking about Breath of the Wild. We're in only ever very in thinking. specific terms. Yeah, we can't talk like, in regular terms. We have to talk in non-speech. Uh,
1: and the thing is, even like even when I'm not talking about Breath of the Wild, I'm thinking of Breath of the Wild like yeah. constantly in my head all day, and nothing else. Like everything else can't distract me from it. So
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: life, work. We're just texting game. each other
2: about Breath of the Wild Yeah, much. Yeah. Go out for lunch talk about <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Gifts of Breath of the Wild, yeah. And yeah. if I'm
1: not thinking you're talking about Breath of the Wild, I'm lost.
0: I don't know
2: what I'm doing. <laughs> you don't know so, what to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what
0: to do with yourself. That's funny. But anyway, so we're talking about Zelda music, <laughs> and uh, I'm going first this time. So for the last pick, uh, I am picking the game Hyrule Warriors, which uh, I guess was the game just before Breath of the Wild, technically. Yeah. Uh, other than... A non-canon game. A non-canon, absolutely. A non-canon non- game. But... Um, yeah, so the track I picked was the Hyrule Field, the Focus Magic track, which is kind of like a modification of the Hyrule Field theme. Much more metally, a little heavier. Um, if you've played the game, you know that like the music changes... Uh, depending on what's going on in the game, so uh, when you use your focus magic, mm-hmm. the music gets more intense in all the levels. So
1: and it's it's got it's a weird, edgier game than any standard like Legend of Zelda one because it's got that sort of like bizarro rock and roll edge to it. This so is like, your, yeah.
2: this is like the the cool teenager yeah. version oh, of totally. Zelda. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like a rock soundtrack. The girls have just a little, <laughs> little bit more cleavage. Yeah, it's like well, Z- Zelda yeah, like more than a little bit more. But <laughs> <laughs> normally
1: her dress would go down to her ankles, but now it's like no, that's not the, even a dress. A that's just split. split That's, up that's the, a skirt. Yeah. yeah. But,
0: yeah <laughs> right but I was gonna go into all that stuff but I guess we are <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> hey so, you can't
1: talk about Hyrule Warriors without talking about those weird anime girls that are just yeah. in there like all cleavage and stuff which yeah. is so non-Zelda well so. and
0: so to get into that uh it's we'll a, get into the the, div- maybe the the reason fairy. we
2: all bought the game right yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: nah, uh, uh, but the uh <laughs> maybe not <laughs> The easy for explanation for this is two words, and that is Team Ninja. Yes. Who co developed this game along with Omega Force. So, this is a Koei Tecmo Nintendo team up. Um,. For this game in Team Ninja, if you don't know, that's all the, De- the Dead or Alive series and the Dead or Alive uh, Beach, Beach Volleyball, volleyball series. Too. Yeah, so. we know where that cleavage comes from. Yes, exactly. It gives us a little bit of explanation for that. Uh,
2: Nintendo had to approve it, though,
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, crazy, right? Like, blew so my mind that, that that was in a Nintendo game. Yeah. On, uh, like, Nintendo's so, like, insanely family-friendly with, s- like, the stuff like Friends Codes and, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're very, they filter their games through a very fine strain, and yet we get <laughs> well, Cleaved City in uh, Hyrule weird, Warriors. Because don't get me wrong,
1: Hyrule Warriors. I loved Hyrule Warriors. I thought yeah. it was a great game. I had a ton of fun playing it. Yep. But those non-Zelda characters stuck out like a sore thumb. Oh, they were. They were, did they were not so fit together. It was like a yeah, square peg in a round hole.
0: Absolutely. Thing, so, yeah. so um, 2014, and uh, music by Matsuo Koki and Yuki Matsumura.
2: Very nice. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and so, slow that down.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, um, so obviously a spin-off game, um, you know, kind of exists all over Zelda. Like, yeah, uh, like in terms whole of in the yeah in terms of universe, some new bosses, some bosses you've seen before, um, some new characters, like we said, some, and then a bunch of your favorites, and tons of DLC yep. with a lot of, of extra characters. Plus, it gave us that wicked scarf. So yes, yeah. the awesome link scarf. with a scarf. So. Yeah, w- <laughs> and it was such a cool scarf. It was like, a cool scarf. I think that was. Um, I, if I'm remembering correctly, there was a special edition of that game where you got the scarf, yeah. and I don't think it came out in North America. I think it was European only. Sounds like one of those things that the Europeans get that were yeah, didn't of. it didn't yeah.
2: didn't it come with like a chest? Yeah,
0: it came with a. Ch- the game came in like a like a. Treasure Zelda chest, chest. Yes. And I think Zelda the chest treasure had chest. like sound effect to it yep. so when you opened it
2: it played the sound yeah.
0: And yeah, they've done that a couple times and very little of that stuff has ever come to North America so then you have to go on eBay and purchase it for like $2,000 or whatever
1: but you can go on Etsy and like a million people oh, are yeah, making million, that scarf yeah. So yeah. yeah
0: exactly but it's a sweet scarf I it love is. It. They uh, should,
1: I wouldn't mind seeing that in a in a official canon Zelda game absolutely they, they could introduce that for sure
0: yeah and yeah. just to, to like go off that point um I love the character design of a lot of the old characters in these games. Like, I loved how Link looked in this game. And um, while we're talking about it, uh, Impa. Looks oh. so, Empo so was cool. so badass in this
2: game. Just yeah. the
0: giant like final fantasy style yeah. sword, you know, the like yeah. the
2: impossibly huge sword. She and even had like that uh, that like Naruto anime run where she like her head is mm-hmm. like a meter in front of yep. her and her arms are like behind. Absolutely, her. yeah. She's just like running into the battlefield yeah. with this massive and then sword. The, and then she jumps into the air and like,
0: you know, in a silhouette of the sun and then yeah. the shing, and then yeah. she comes down with a huge it's so good. It's awesome. just classic anime <laughs> stuff, but it's great. I and love it.
1: Considering all of the uh like all the characters they jammed into it this was basically like fan service the game as totally. well it's yeah, like absolutely. let's bring like some of the best stuff from the past and throw it in here yep. with cool redesigns and all of that was really nice like all the little like move intros and stuff like that were really well Yeah, done, those so. finishing moves like yeah, based the on moves. the weapon that was super cool. the one with the moon from majora's mask
0: yeah yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah 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 so good with the chains looks yeah. sh- sh- oh so good anyway <laughs> so if you play this game you know what we're talking about <laughs> if you haven't go play it um Yeah, so uh, let's go straight into the track and then we'll talk a little bit more about how this game came to be. So we are listening to, again, the Hyrule Field Focus Magic music.
2: like a, like an awesome like high school cover band doing their favorites yeah. all the songs
1: <laughs> this is i this is the same thing where i would actually go to a bar and listen to a band playing like rock covers of video game songs if this was like the way yeah. they were doing oh, it. oh absolutely
2: yeah. yeah this
0: this and that's the thing about a lot of the music in this game is it just reminds me of like watching a really good cover artist on youtube mm-hmm. like even some of the uh guys we've talked about on the podcast before like 311 or 311 313 Rock, E Rock, yeah. which is a guy I've talked about. This totally sounds like something he would have done. That's like the first I, thing that came to mind was, <laughs> was E Rock. Yeah. yeah. I, I can totally see him doing this cover. It's fantastic. The, the second thing that came to mind is it reminded me of a time I actually went to
1: a jazz club to listen to a jazz band play. Uh, I think you've Vatican brought this covers, up, before, which yeah. I may have
0: brought it up, but I'm just going to mention just the
1: lightest touch, and it was garbage. They yeah, were, it was they absolutely were terrible. terrible. Just terrible. So. Actually,
0: and while we're on this whole big tangent, um, earlier this month I talked about um, Mario Kart 8 and how I loved all the live music that was recorded for the... And I, you know, I talk about it every month. (laughs) And um, I started following the bassist who did all the music on that. And I found on his Twitter feed, uh, at the Switch event, Nintendo did, like had two concerts in Japan for the Switch event. One was like a jazz concert and one was like a classical concert. And he played bass in the jazz concert one. Go find that on... Uh, on YouTube. It's fantastic. I watched
1: that, it's and it was the hilarious part to me was when they actually brought up <laughs> two, like, little tiny short people who were, like, twins who were wearing, like... Uh Sweaters,
0: one red and like one blue. Yeah, the like switch oh, colors.
1: <laughs> switch colors, these twins. And it was like, I couldn't understand what was it was funny, saying because everything yeah. was in Japanese. Yeah, but
0: and it's not one of those videos that's like has the translation yeah. feature on it yet. So yeah. <laughs> maybe one day. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The,
1: the music was fantastic. And yeah, you know, it's even, all
0: really great arrangements and yeah. awesome players, everyone. Yeah, so, and the bizarre interludes where they're just like talking to the audience were still good, even yeah. though I don't know
1: what they're talking yeah,
0: about. Yeah, and so. like after every song they would come out, but they did like kind of a Nintendo greatest hits on that one. Yeah, and it yeah. was great all sorts of stuff, DK,
2: Metroid, everything. So So you think all the songs they played were upcoming Switch titles? (laughs) Hopefully, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) No. uh, You never know. You said Metroid, so no. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's
0: that's exactly what I was thinking. But anyway, uh, get into this game a bit, uh, just in terms of development and how it came to be. Um, We talked about this a couple times where... There was like a, you know, like an elevator pitch meeting or something of that nature as to how this game came to be. And basically what it was, it, it was a few of the guys who were Koei Techmo like executives and, and developers and producers were just, you know, um, Hyrule or uh, the Dynasty Warriors games over the years have done a couple different spin-off games. So they've taken other franchises and turned them into these Dynasty Warrior games. Uh, one of them was the anime One Piece. And... um After they did that one, you know, they were kind of saying, like, what would we love to do next? Like, what would be fun? And somebody's just like, man, we should do Zelda. And so they basically. um, (laughs) No way Nintendo's saying yeah to that. Well, but no, basically they went to some of the Nintendo guys and um, said, you know, can we do this? And they were like, yeah, that would be great. And so they just kind of, they, they kind of, you know, they were already fans of the dynasty warrior game. So that really helped. And then once they showed them the one piece game, they were like, Oh yeah, you can take this, you know, this formula and adapt it and make it work for another franchise.
2: So not, not to mention that, uh, this was mid life cycle of the Wii U and they still didn't have a, a a brand new Zelda title and they knew that breath of the wild was still years away. Yeah. So maybe the offer was like just perfect timing for them too. Yeah. Keep keep Zelda relevant and fresh in their minds, like you know, fans yeah. are gonna forget yeah. about well, Zelda. Well, because how many how many HD remakes did we remakes did we get of Zelda? Like I swear that we you had more Zelda games than any <laughs> console, and none of them were like brand new core Zelda types. Yeah, yeah. I bought this both the Twilight Princess and the Wind Waker ones. Wind Waker, yeah. and then we had High Roll Warriors, and yeah. then uh, finally we got Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. So.
0: Exactly. So and uh it, you know, I was reading some articles about it and um, Anuma, who's part of the Nintendo team, obviously. Um said that uh, his direct quote was, he has far more expectations than uncertainties when they were talking about the developments of this game. So he was he was pumped. He, he mm-hmm. had confidence in these guys, felt they could do it. And uh, Miyamoto suggested that Enuma, like, you know, involve himself in the development cool. to kind of keep things correct and, and all that. So Keep the ness on track. Keep the ness on track. And then, so to go into um, maybe some really nerdy stuff about this game. So um, this is like nerdy music developer <laughs> stuff, but <laughs> um, so what a lot of people probably don't mention about this game is that there was a 3DS port of this game Yeah, that included uh, Linkle. Um, there,
2: there were a I lot I was going to bring it a up but
0: you were there A bunch of DLC characters, right? Yeah, but uh, a, but ex- explain Linkle for a second. A uh, female version yes, of Link essentially yeah, I mean, and I, mean, I guess You might not know that so I just yeah. want to
1: mention like an actual female incarnation of the character Link.
0: And I guess where that spawned out yeah. of was there was some dev art, some like, uh, that somebody had done at Nintendo and it, it, it was released in something. I can't, I don't know if it was the, um, what's the, sorry, what's the book that they came out Hyrule with? The whole history, The Hyrule History. Yeah. I don't know if it was in the Hyrule Historia, but basically people got a hold of it online, shared it out and it was like, where is this? Like, where did this come from? Right. And it got this big following online. People were, you know, kind of yelling at Nintendo on Twitter and stuff like, where's this character? Where's this character? Where's this character? And, um, Finally, uh, I think um, it was that Reggie said, like, let's put it in high rewards. Like, this is a good place to to kind of stick it in there. And there was a lot of hype. Just a fan service thing.
1: It was a lot of hype, of course, from the early Breath of the Wild trailers where people didn't know the gender of Link. Yeah, and they weren't sure. a lot of people supposed that could this be the first Zelda game where, you know. Well,
2: I I heard originally she was um, sort of designed to be Link's sister. But then there okay. was a bit of conflict with that and Link's sister from Wind Waker and they didn't want the two to be associated. Yeah. They also didn't want you thinking like Link had a pile of different sisters. <laughs> <Piles. Yeah. laughs> a pile stack, of sisters. A stack of sisters <laughs> in his room. Um, and but, Errol from Wind Waker was a great character too. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Yeah. Um, so they, I think the idea was that it was just like almost like an alternate universe of Link where Link is a female. Indeed, But, yeah. but they're not that descriptive. It's almost more ambiguous as to who Linkle is. They should have just done like a Freaky Friday thing. It's yeah. like, you know,
1: <laughs> he got cursed and, you know, now, oh, he switched bodies. Yeah. Like, yeah. like an 80s rom- <laughs> rom-com or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, but that game, despite its great DLC and and cool new characters like Linkle, uh, didn't review very well. It just didn't run very well in the 3DS. And part of the reason of that, um, as I got deeper and deeper into this, is that this game really push the Wii U to its kind of upper limit in terms of processing power and space on the disc. Because just of like, if anyone who follows game development knows that one of the things that like a lot of devs, when a new new console generation will come around, a lot of the things that devs will hang their hats on is how many characters can be on screen simultaneously. And obviously in this game, it's a ton. You know what I mean? You're fighting through literally just hordes of, you know, bokoblins or whatever running at you at a time, right? And so, um, this game pushed the Wii U really hard. And this is this, now we're going into kind of my own speculation, but one of the things that's weird about this music is if you listen to a bunch of other Zelda music and then you listen to this, you notice that this game, this music sounds a little bit uh, compressed, if you know what compression sounds like. Or the way that uh, my girlfriend put it is, it sounds like it's underwater. And Mm. basically what that is is that the high end of this music is cut off.
1: Yeah. It's like leveled off.
0: Exactly. And what, what i figured out when I put this music through um, spectrum analyzer is that it is uh, limited hard limited at 16 kilohertz, which is well below what the human hearing range is capable of hearing and well below what most music is. So my theory is they actually, this is like an old problem that kind of came back is that they had
2: to limit the music sampling to save space. You think it was that drastic? Because yeah. Is is sampling is is uh, compressing music, I don't believe takes up frees up a lot of space, does it?
0: But I think it was like they needed just a little more. Just a little more. And they more. just yeah. said, like, where can we save this? You know, yeah. where are we can we save this music. And it's weird because I want to find recordings of this music. Before it was yeah, compressed. the original. I versions. want the original. They should
1: release the soundtrack.
0: And I, ha- I couldn't find it. I looked all over for it, and I mm-hmm. couldn't find like a soundtrack with the uncompressed audio. Even the music that I found that was off the soundtrack had the same compression on it. So
2: mm. crazy.
0: That's a that's a bit of a nerdy music thing there, but yeah. yeah so it was, I guess, to save space. They compressed that music just a little bit to, you know, to help out when the game was running because they should have
2: um, compressed it by removing Lana from the game entirely. <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 that made
0: they made it might have helped as well. But uh, yeah, so there's that's, some nerdy music stuff that, for you. That's
2: cool. I like that.
0: But anyway, uh Jordan, what do you
2: got for us? This week? Oh, okay. For this Let's week, I should say. Talk some more Zelda. Uh I'm going to pick any mini mini mo. I'm going to say <laughs> he's got I'm, 10 things on his honestly page and I he's was pick I one. was flip-flopping on what I was going to talk about like all week. Uh I'm going to go with Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land, Nintendo Land. Land. everyone's favorite Zelda title. Yeah, like <laughs> sort of a a party mixed bag of random Nintendo mini games that came out for the Wii U back in 2012 developed by Nintendo EAD. And this game was composed by Rio Nagamatsu. Ooh, very good. <laughs> 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 I even rolled the R and I probably wasn't supposed to. Yeah, I don't think you roll R's in <laughs> Japanese, but yeah. okay. Just trying to show Roderigas. you. Rodriguez, <laughs> <laughs> Ryo Nagamatsu. And uh, most of the songs throughout this game were originally composed by Koji Kondo, including the one that I'm going to get into, which is a Legend of Zelda song. Okay. Uh, just worth noting, in case anybody forgot, who Koji Kondo was—he was the guy that did all the uh, original Zelda stuff. And uh, you yeah. know, I've never looked. Was he involved in Breath of the Wild?
0: I, I haven't looked either. Don't I don't know. I, I would I, I imagine would he had only maybe as s- a producer credit, or it's yeah. like he
1: would be credited for creating original themes, like the the original themes. Yeah, yeah. because, because a lot he had of the no music, composition or arrangement on this one,
0: exactly. A lot of the music that in that game is. Um, some of it is adapted. You know, you'll oh, hear totally. like you'll hear suggestions of motifs in the background and stuff. And it's things like,
1: I mean, uh, again, no spoilers, but you hear like, uh, I don't know how much I can say, but Uh, like. uh, Slowed down or sped up. But I mean, even like spot on, like if you've been to Yeah, some. Yeah, some. Like if you've been to a stable, you've probably heard. Some places have
2: familiar sounds and noises. And and, and
1: yeah, and they'll like pull out the actual theme. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so, sure, and I mean, all of those are the original, co- like Koji Kondo. Most of them compositions, from like Ocarina yeah. of Time, I think, would have been the genesis of a lot of them. So.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I think they pulled quite a bit from Ocarina of Time, especially. Yeah. Can we just talk about
2: Breath of the Wild now? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, the, we have all been right. all month, right? That's the yeah. that's kind of the joke of all these episodes. So, okay, Nintendo Land. Uh, originally announced at E three in two thousand twelve, uh, shortly after the launch of the Wii U. The Wii U came out in what, like 2011, 2012? I think it was. Well, it, this was a pack-in. Yeah, so it was, but you 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 can get it as a standalone title, mm-hmm. but it was definitely a pack-in. So when it was announced at E3, I believe it was uh, as a as a launch title. Now here's the thing: is it, you say it was a pack-in, but I don't remember it being a pack-in.
1: You it, had it, to it buy it separately on no, at, no. at, at launch, I think. Like I don't think there, it, are, there was a bundle
2: with Nintendo Land at launch. Maybe there,
0: not at launch, but there were after. Yes, yeah, yes, I'm there sure were. there
2: were after. Because uh, this was one I was excited for, even though I knew it was just a mini game compilation. I was still yeah. pretty excited for it. Uh, the first time I, I played it, maybe the first time Mike even played it, it was at Aaron's house.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's got to be said. Yeah, we've yeah. had a lot of great game yeah. nights playing Nintendo Land titles. Oh, yeah,
1: because there's like, you know, Nintendo Land has a lot of stuff in it, but when it boils down to it, there's like maybe only three or four that are like, I could play this Sell for But yeah. yeah.
2: those three or four are hands down worth the full price Justify of the Justify the purchase yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So for those that don't know, um, it's the game is sort of like you've come to Disneyland, except it's Nintendo Land. It's an amusement park based around Nintendo properties and franchises. So you kind of wander around through the park and you go to like And Mario there's me wandering around all over the place. Are, are you
1: gonna talk about Monita? I about didn't want to, but I should.
2: <laughs> she's the uh the the tour guide of Nintendo Land. She's a robot TV screen arm contraption. She's she's oh, pretty bad. She's like She's one of the worst. She's fee levels of bad. I yeah, was going to say, gonna yeah, say she's, yeah. she's, yeah. she's oh, like the fee, she is the fee, fee of, of this game. Yeah, of yeah, absolutely. Land, yeah, Like I just wanted her to, to <laughs> <laughs> sorry, shut up and die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Monita, does shut up and die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little ah, bit. Of, she just a explains bit
0: everything. It's every just, time. She just gets in the way. That's yeah. the problem, right? You, yeah. you should they should have been disabled. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or break her screen. Turn <laughs> yeah. or mute her. I don't know. It'd be um, great if they had just like, you know,
0: like in Breath of the Wild, you can like throw a weapon, just oh like yeah. throw like a spear at Manita, and that's yeah, how and you turn her off. What
1: kills me is like Nintendo was so good at creating like charming characters and like tutorial yeah. characters and stuff like that. Well, it's like, like
0: Toad at the beginning of uh, Mario Parties and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like he but, asks yeah. you like, how many players are you playing with and how yeah. difficult but do you want your But they've done AI? it so
1: many times and done it so well that this <laughs> TV screen and with a totally face felt like an afterthought. Felt like a cop out. Yeah. yeah. It absolutely it was felt like they just copped out. Yeah.
2: Well, let's, uh, I'm going to save the discussion about the other games because we want to talk Zelda here. So um, you play the game as your Mies. So yep. I think, I. I you know. Yeah, I don't think you mentioned the name of the game yet. Yeah, Nintendo Land. No, but what's the, what's <laughs> yeah, the game I'm, in Nintendo? Oh, you're getting, I you're getting there. I will okay, get sorry, there. I, won't get I just, w- just want <laughs> to finish up with, with the intro. Because when you play on the Wii U, there's a feature, and I, I, I vaguely remember this, that when you come across your friends, you have your friend codes, you can, um, when you befriend them and you, their me characters sort of enter your console, you can sort of save them. So when you're playing a game like Nintendo Land and say you know, Mike and Aaron come to my house, there's a good chance I have their Miis saved on my console because we're all friends online, so when they come over, they can play as themselves in Nintendo Land, which kind of makes it neat. So... Uh,
1: I, w- I wanted to add something yeah, to yeah. that about the Mii's in Nintendo Land. Is at one point in time, I think maybe on the Wii before, I, I know you could transfer your Mii's from the Wii to the Wii U. Is I went on like the Mii Maker app that there used to be there, yeah. and I downloaded a ridiculous ton of like oh, the I most the popular ones. So You're like, talking like back on the on, the Wii, on the Wii. Yeah, yes. so art, like, C3PO, Mr. Burns, yeah, yeah. yeah, SpongeBob. I had uh, <laughs> yeah. the Mona Lisa and the, like Hellboy. El- like everything was everything like just hilarious. Zo- Doctor Zoidberg. Like and, there was like <laughs> Michael Jackson yeah, and Hitler. Yeah because oh, yeah. those Everything. all came into my Wii U is that they're all in my Wii in like they came from your Wii to, Wii to my Wii U, Wii U. Yeah. so that means when I play a game like Nintendo Land and it populates like the around. background characters yeah. it's like Mr. Burns and Dr. Zoidberg are yeah, back there yeah. and I love that like that
2: makes me so happy I think I had so, yeah, that it's, too it's had, a good part of the yeah. game for sure I always had like Jesus and Michael <laughs> Jackson playing, trying to run me off the road in Mario yeah. Kart like when they that one level like is that Anne Frank and Alf what's <laughs> happening yeah yeah So you once you decided whether you're going to play as Mr. Burns or Adolf Hitler, uh, (laughs) you you pick which franchise, which Nintendo franchise uh, amusement park you want to kind of play in. So since we're talking Zelda month here, uh, the Legend of Zelda game is called Legend of Zelda. Zelda. I'm never going to spell that (laughs) (laughs) Um, Legend of Zelda Battle Quest and uh, it's. It's a multiplayer game. You can have up to five players, which is funny because the way that I played the game was only ever two players. And I always thought that it was only a two-player game. And then I realized, oh, okay, so it's five players. And the way it works is one person's on the gamepad and up up to four other people are playing off the TV. So the way that I played this game is... I played it with Mike and <laughs> yep. we would play exclusively together. So I don't think I ever played this, this specific game unless I was playing it with Mike. Yeah. Same for me. And so what we would do is on the weekends after our, uh, you know, vigorous, you know, flexing and lifting <laughs> at, at, at the gym after we were done oiling up our muscles and uh, posing in front of the mirror, we was not lying either. No, not at all. Sadly. No, <laughs> <laughs> we would uh, come back to my place cause it was usually closer to the gym that we were at. And, um, we would make some uh, creatine pancakes and uh, <laughs> some protein milkshakes and uh Play some Legend of Zel- Zelda Battle Quest together, and um, yeah, that goes together like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I know it was, such a, it was such a weird combo of things, but it was just yeah, it would
0: be like go to the gym, go have breakfast, and then play Battle Quest. Yeah, <laughs> <And> <laughs> but I, it was great. It was like like several weekends of yeah well, And fun. I almost
2: feel like we just put it in because we wanted to see the game, and then yeah. it turned into oh, this is kind of neat. Yeah, and then it turned into oh, like we got pretty far. We should just try and we got to beat it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Did you beat it? I, you know what? We got pretty close. I think, I think we, we got. I think g- we beat
0: it. Did we? I think yeah. in the end we. I think yeah, because like I remember asking you this question months ago. Yeah, was like, did we ever finish that game? We, and I'm pretty sure we beat the final we, boss. No, it took us several tries. Now it's yeah. one of those
1: ones that every time you play it, you have to start at the very beginning, right? No, of, no? The, oh, level. Okay. The, of the level.
0: Of the level. So like you the you get yeah. to like yeah, there's certain worlds as you okay. go through yeah. and
2: yeah, and um. Like the reason why I don't, I didn't think initially that we beat it is because with this game, unlike most of the other games, is that after you beat a level, there's like a, a bit of a replay value where you can like do this like sub quest, like collect this many whatever, or, oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. do it under this amount of time. So I don't know if maybe there's a bonus for like most of the most of the reasons to play these games is to unlock like stamps and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't know the Wii U reward. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. I mean, as far I mean, as I'm concerned, out. we beat the, the game.
0: Uh, what, what's the chat service called again? Oh, the Meverse. Meverse. Yeah, MeVerse rewards, if yeah. you will. But that, it's funny. I heard another podcast talking about this, just to go on a tangent, um, recently, and they were saying like that actually worked quite well. Like <laughs> Nintendo's stats on how many people use MeVerse and were in MeVerse. W- is substantial. I like the Miiverse. It had some, like, fundamental problems that I kind of wish would change. Things like, you
1: know... It had a lot of problems, but I I feel like... Saving pictures and being able to, like, draw in color and also things like... Even with, uh... Like, the Miiverse, like, in the stamps, is they were always, like, game-specific? I always Mm -hmm. wanted to be able to, like, just go into regular Miiverse and mix and match, whereas most of the stamps, like, uh, say, your Mario's and whatnot, you could only use if you were posting from within the game.
2: Yeah. It, uh... It... I... People used it because it was all they had, but I kind of feel like there was a lot to be desired still. So. Yeah.
1: Well, you and I played a lot of uh, Miiverse
2: in relation worked, to uh, NES Remix. It worked so. great for that. But yeah, <laughs> like you said, nothing translated outside of that game. Yeah, which is So we drew each other very highly detailed <laughs> memes for a long time <laughs> with the gamepad. With our world records. We're just one-upping each other on the, on the those, world records. Those are good. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have to go back and visit that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Because uh, everything about this game that's special to me is fueled by uh, heavyweights and bromance with Mike, (laughs) (laughs) the song I picked is actually dedicated to him. I picked his favorite song. Oh, there you go. (laughs) And this is the Gerudo Valley theme from uh, Battle Quest. Theme is really good too because yep. it's actually Ganon's theme from Ocarina Part One and Part Two in both forms, and they yeah. kind of put it together as you go but through I, the level. I love yeah. that
1: sort of like you know, like you said, xylophone marimba kind of oh, style yeah. That's, yeah. that
2: works really well. It's, it's yeah. fun, and all the songs are like have that rendition to them, so it it gives it like a little quirky, fun attitude to it when you play it.
0: And um, yeah, it gave this game like its own signature like feel and style for sure, and yeah. that translated across all of the Nintendo Land titles
1: yep. as well. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I love it. And again, it's it's like one of those things that you wouldn't be surprised to see a YouTube cover of this song, Mm -hmm. you know. And then Nintendo just ripped it off for the game. Yeah,
2: (laughs) no, this this
0: like because I've seen lots of marimba Nintendo covers
2: on that. How we how we kind of joked about High Roll Warriors being like that high school cover band. This is like very much like you could. Picture somebody professional on YouTube doing their own version of a, of a Zelda song. That would be this. Um, I I don't think I mentioned much about the gameplay, but real quick um, what makes it interesting. So, uh, you know, most people probably think this bad idea, but it's on rails. So, ah, Zelda on rails. <laughs> Zelda on rails. Know. They tried that and that, you've heard me rail about that before. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a great idea in theory, but it was actually pretty good. Like we had a lot yeah. of fun because, oh. because um, when you're playing this, you really have to focus on teamwork. So Mike, Absolutely, Mike yeah. had the Wiimote, so he's playing off the TV screen and he was swinging have a, sword. a sword. Yeah, the and master sh- sword. sword. And, do you have a shield? Yeah, you do. You, yeah. Sword yeah. and shield. Yeah. So, you're focusing on all the guys that get past me. I'm actually following but behind you. But nobody gets past. But nobody <laughs> gets past me. Um, I'm the archer, so I have the gamepad. And this, and for me, like the whole the whole point of Nintendo Land was to kind of show off the capability of the controllers, which yes. is what most pack in titles are. Yeah, it was, they, a, it was a tech demo. demo. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and they did a good job with the gamepad on this. I didn't actually use the sword much at all, but um, I was every time we would play, I was always the archer, and Mike was always the sword guy. Well, do you remember we tried to? Switch and we and it totally one, fell apart. one time. Yeah, and we we sucked and yeah, we're like we were were right, terrible. We're let's like, go back. All right, let's switch back. So with the game pad, That's it's like true. you you're literally like tilting the game pad like at the ceiling. In my living room, and there's like a moblin up there, and I gotta like shoot him with an arrow. So, yeah. which is cool because you can like actually look behind you and stuff. And like I was that,
0: doing where the
1: yeah. TV, guy obviously can't.
0: I, can't I, have, I have very clear visions of Jordan standing in his living room. Yeah. Because like he would start sitting down. Yeah. And then like if they got too intense, he would stand up. Yeah. And like he's, I'm I'm looking at the TV like slashing it out of the corner of my eye. He's like spinning around like a oh, yeah. madman, <laughs> kind of archering everything I, in like a
2: spiral staircase. Yeah. I, it was fantastic. I actually, and I actually tried to play the game as, as um, realistic to that as I could. I, cause as there, active as you could, y- yeah. There, there's a way to reset the cameras so that yes. if you want to stay in front of the TV, you can. But I thought it was much more fun that at the end of the fight, I ended up in the kitchen, and I was <laughs> yelling around the kitchen <laughs> corner to Mike, like, get the guy. I missed him. He's coming towards you. And, yeah. and and to me, that's what makes the game fun. Like, not the fact that it's uh, a new Zelda game. It's on rails, whatever. It turned into a really fun co-op game, and I really liked it. This so is like yeah, the super
1: refined version
2: of uh, Link's crossbow training, yeah. which everybody Forgot about Link's crossbow training. <laughs> you know,
0: that's one of those only like Zelda games that like I kind of wanted but never played. And it came with that stupid like yeah, crossbow, crossbow attachment. Yeah. And everything stuff. had to have a plastic attachment. Yeah, so. yeah, that was kind of the signature of the Wii. But I kind of want to play that game. I one of these it. days, I gotta I, buy that game. I yeah. never owned it, but yeah. I did play it, and it was one oh, of those, yeah? and, and it was did one of like ones. a tech demo, or like a like a demo station or something. Uh, I think a friend of mine. Had
1: friend it, and has? I, yeah, yeah, and
2: I, and I played it once, and I remember being
1: you know not underwhelmed. Yeah, it was
2: very very simple game, right? I always regretted not getting that one. I even came across it in a thrift store for five bucks. Yeah. Even five bucks was probably a lot for it. Cause wasn't <laughs> it like a free game? I, I, don't, I don't even remember how it was, how like it was distributed. Or like, Cause I always remember it never had a case. It was like a, a, a cardboard sleeve that it came in. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like a full title. I think, release. Yeah. I
0: think it was like a, like a pre-order bonus. I oh. want to say is what it was. It might've been, it might be like buy our crossbow thing and just get
1: links crossbow training.
2: Or yeah, just a toy, a toy, toy packing. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah. Um, so Nintendo Land pretty good game I think because there's a very limited selection on the Wii U it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good title I'd recommend getting it um, a lot of what we played I think the three of us playing together w- I think we enjoyed like there's an animal crossing game that's kind of <laughs> like cops and robbers candy and, and it's called sweet day but sweet day. <laughs> it actually has a little
1: piece of candy in the end of that so we always call it sweet Dayo because it looks yeah, like there's another one. So Sweet Deo is an awesome, awesome, like you said, cops and robbers game. Oh yeah, yeah. and I
2: absolutely love how they implemented the gamepad because they get you um, controlling two characters at the same time yes. by using the twin joysticks. Yeah, so that's w- a
0: separate the, oh, the yeah. sides of your brain game. So, yeah, for sure. Oh
2: man, you have to like look <laughs> in different directions. That's <laughs> one of those
0: things where you just like go into this Zen mode and you're just like yeah. I am one with the gamepad and it just... Yeah. Oh. And it's always <laughs>
1: hilarious too when you're being chased and like you know the person who's controlling the, per- <laughs> like hasn't No idea. They're watching the other character because you see them like just randomly running against the wall. Their
2: focus is not there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you could do, and I think we've even tried this, is you can actually get up to six players if you're willing to have two people. Sit beside each other yes. and share the gamepad, game so that yeah. they control one character each, the which prob- is kind of neat. But yeah, and, uh, and you know what, it actually makes it a little a little harder on
1: the people collecting candy because you know you've got two brains working on each on two, characters, yeah. two characters. Yeah, yeah. two characters. they can kind of coordinate on top of that. Whereas when you're trying to like control two characters separately on opposite sides of the map and yeah. coordinate with yourself to get in there, yeah. it's very it's it's it's
2: tricky. It's much more fun to watch one person control both because, like you said, you can see their focuses on one character and the is other guys. Other guys running, running against into, the wall. Such yeah, yeah. a
1: fun game though and i just want to talk a little bit just what about the gameplay in that is where you know you're going around the people who are not the cops and the cops um are great because uh Again, I mentioned like all the characters imported into the game and they're just your general me's. Yeah. And I had one of RoboCop. So if you make the cops <laughs> RoboCop, it's yeah. even better. Okay. But uh, <laughs> you've got these two cops chasing. I want RoboCop and Judge Dredd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're chasing the robbers and the robbers are going around shaking trees and knocking down candy and they eat the candy in order to store it. And what happens is every time they their eat candy, head their bigger. head gets bigger <laughs> and they get slower. Yeah. And the thing is like the more candy you eat, your head starts to like get swell and swell and swell your until it like, turns head. red and you can barely move. And so when the cops coming in, they're fast. Fast, you can
2: actually like spit up the candy yeah. to, you to, to, to get faster. And you start to lose weight and you become a little quicker. Yeah, so the th- trick is to spit out as much candy as you can, but just enough that you're still holding some, and you're just a little bit faster than the cops. And it's funny because you know you see the cop coming and you panic and you're just yeah. throwing up yeah, candy, just candy everywhere, candy <laughs> vomit all over the. <laughs> and the, the field. goal
1: is of course to like get a, a certain number of candy. Between yeah. your team has to collect a certain yeah. thing of candy. But what I think I always think of with Sweet dayo too is that uh, playing with you know we've obviously mentioned. Norm a ton of times yeah. is that he had sort of a slogan in the game which we, he was playing, which was never ditch, like never ditch candy. <laughs> it didn't matter, and so that became like get caught rather than ditch candy. Like, yeah, that was exactly that became like our our battle cry, your mantra, the mantra, the battle so, cry for Sweet deo was you know never, awesome. di- never ditch.
2: Was his was his tactic more to consume um, like more carefully, like no, so that his, he maintained some speed, or was his it his just get was just real fat, just, am, yeah,
1: and then try and hide. <laughs> and basically, his, his tactic was just that like spitting up the candy was sort of like a weakness it was giving up so yeah. it's like admit show no weakness uh, never ditch that's so cool. that's cool I, I want a shirt with a picture of like an animal never crossing d- character
2: <laughs> on it with like a fat head that says never ditch." you should uh, get vgm <laughs> generation shirts that say that never ditch yeah
0: yeah um the only other game i want to quickly mention before we move on it was the luigi's mansion yeah. uh, one oh. in there that's another great party game four player six up to six 5, five, players, six, five yeah. players
2: one on the gamepad who plays the ghost and then four right. who, and who who, who are, try to find him yep. and that's kind of or like flash. a Pac-Man style hide and, game of hide and seek almost yep. the ghost has to hunt down all the ghost hunters and the ghost hunters are trying to work together to capture the ghost capture the also ghost. based like kind of on the Luigi's Mansion franchise a little bit which, which, which it is yep. yeah it yeah, yeah, totally yeah. Needs yeah. some
1: love so you know
2: yeah but yeah, uh, a great game. it the Nintendo line is worth worth the money so and as far yeah, as like penny. you know we
1: talk about the tech demos and the and the sort of pack-ins, the tech demos that sort of are proof of concept games for a console and like super successful ones like we we Sports. Yeah. Yep. we Sports was one and of highest course... Se- one of the highest yeah, selling titles of all Nintendo time. And Nintendo Land. Those are like absolutely awesome proof-of-concept games that, you know, did more for those consoles than anything else. Yeah, yeah so. I think especially
0: those, Wii Sports, I would say. Wii oh, yeah. Sports is, like, the well, ultimate example of...
1: How many people probably out
2: there bought a Wii who didn't buy anything else? It no, just, just came everybody's grandma's yeah. yeah. bought it for the bowling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. bowling and tennis. Well, and, and I think minigame compilations get a bad rap a lot of these days, and these are ones that are worth the price worth the of yeah. admission. So.
1: Which, you know, on that point, I also want to mention how it blows my mind that the Switch didn't uh, put 1-2 Switch as a pack in. Pack yeah. in, yeah. Anyway. that's their tech demo and you know you need it to be associated with the console don't expect like
0: casual gamer X to jump in and then it. Yeah. I think I think what they gambled and I think they gambled correctly based on the sales stats that we're getting so far <laughs> is people bought it because there's hardly anything else to play on the console yeah. right now so it's kind yeah. of a it's kind of a you know not a very Nintendo move. Thing it's is, more of a people you know, are going to buy it out business of, move, but a necessity because
2: yeah. there's nothing else to buy. Well, you talk Sorry, about the
1: sales stats, and I think that's because it's Zelda machine, not anything to do with One Two Switch. But it's no, no, no like I
0: mean sales stats on One Two Switch. On One Two Switch, yeah, yeah, like the attachment yet. rate is actually very good on One Two Switch, and mm. I think a lot of people are purchasing it because like they won that thing only had like three games. Yeah, if probably. that
2: game came out mid-life of the console, it wouldn't do half. Oh, no, yeah, 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 not yeah. half as well. It as would be it would
1: be a Wii Music essentially. Yeah,
0: maybe not that bad. Anyway,
1: hey,
2: we should talk about that on a music podcast. <laughs> right
0: right. oh god maybe maybe not um, <laughs> it's a dark that's a dark dark place to go but Aaron what do you have for us what week? do
1: I have I am going to talk about Ocarina of Time ah and which is a weird thing for me I was thinking about it today that like I would tend to sort of kind of go a little more obscure maybe not pick like the most popular game in the franchise kind of thing but this is you know, Ocarina of Time is the big one. and For now. For now. <laughs> and I want to talk about this one because um, I don't, I admit, I don't have a ton of notes on this one. I don't have interesting stories, save one. And I only picked this one for one reason. So let me just set up the, uh, the song first. So this is from Ocarina of Time. The track is Kakariko Village. But it's not the version from the game. This is actually an arranged version, which is from a, an album, a CD that came out in 1999. So this was a year after Ocarina of Time actually launched. And it was the first arranged music I think I ever heard for Zelda. It was, uh, it was quite an interesting thing. So the album was called Hyrule Symphony, and it was an import. And it's been around for such a long time, super popular. You can pick it up for absolutely cheap still on eBay. It's not like it ever, I don't think it ever even went out of print. But it has, it's arranged versions of a lot of the tracks, about like 12 tracks from Ocarina of Time. And it's kind of done in a very minimalist style. It's kind of almost like chamber music, string quartet kind of mm. stuff. So I, I, I'm just curious. You guys heard heard this album before?
0: I haven't, uh, and I wanted to ask quickly: um, is it a was it a J- Japan only? It was it was released in Japan, so it is an import. Okay, yeah. So it was only
1: released in Japan, though it's like I said, easy to find here. Yeah, you will can go to any comic convention, any like any nerd gear store, and probably or find any copy online this. store. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, and you can go to eBay, and I
2: think I even looked at it today. And you can go to eBay and buy it for like ten bucks. So I wonder it's, if it's uh, even on iTunes. Maybe now. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I didn't check on iTunes, but. I haven't heard of this either, but uh, it seemed like Japan got a lot of the exclusive uh, symphony soundtracks for a lot of their, their mm. things. And this Japan was kind of, of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I guess in a way, this was kind of a sequel to the uh, sound and drama yeah. CD that came out that we talked about before. So it was kind of like Link to the Past came out, and they had the sound and drama CD, which was kind of a rangy version, and it worked out well. So yeah. they went with this, and yeah. this that was what this was. And like I said, this was done by apparently a group called Hyrule symphony. I don't even know if it was officially sanctioned. So this is like the original Koji Kondo music done, um, done an arrangement by a guy named Ryuchi Katsumara. And, uh, th- it like, it had only a minimal amount of performers on it. So the one I'm talking about, Kakarito village actually was, um, per- performed by a guy named, uh, uh, a violinist named Takashi Kato. And he, uh, like I was trying to find information on this guy. Yeah. And all I could find is like, I guess he did all of the parts in this song. So it was like just him and then oh, just, you know, laying down new tracks. Yeah, laying down tracks. So yeah. he
2: smooth and groove it. He smoothed and grooved it. <laughs> grooved it. Uh, and, and
1: again, like I have to say like a lot of this is speculation because there's not a lot of information on there and I tried to find stuff but despite the fact that this is sort of a prolific album, nobody seems to have been talking about it.
0: Really? That's strange.
1: Yeah. I, I figured like, and like I said, it's been around since 1999. So you'd think, you'd think there'd be more information. I actually, the only thing I found on a guy named Taka, uh, Takashi Kato was that he received the 69th, Chemical Society of Japan Award for Construction, Fusion, and Functionalization of Liquid Crystals and Super Molecular, as- molecular Assemblies. So I don't think that's the same guy.
0: <laughs> Probably not. How do <laughs> you know? <laughs> know, though? How do you know? <laughs> Maybe he's a genius scientist and a great violinist. It's yeah. possible. Now, I mean, if you if you don't know the Kakariko
1: Village song from Ocarina of Time... Shame Pratt, on, you're gonna shame on you. are going to sing it Shame on you. I'm not going to sing it for you. Okay. But, you know, y- if you can recognize the village, it's got dominated by a big windmill. There's like the... Yep. Uh, the graveyard is close by. And there's and the well. There's I always talk well. about the well. Yeah, the well is important. <laughs> and the,
0: the chickens. It's, it's, the, oh, it's yeah, the,
1: the, chicken. uh, the Shika village. So it's, you know, where Impa and is from. And uh, the reason I picked this is because, like I said, special significance because this is the song that me and my wedding party walked down the aisle to when I got married.
2: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
1: <laughs> such awesome. a nerd. <laughs> such a nerd. Well, that's uh, awesome. That's I so I fantastic. To, I love it. And I like. It's not my wedding. I wouldn't say it was like super nerdy. How, yeah, I, didn't, I how, didn't go like crazy.
0: The lantern was that your wedding or is that a friend's wedding? That's a friend's wedding. Okay. An, actually that. Uh, explain that mine, quickly. Yeah. I so I, people I, know what we're talking about. I
1: went about. to a uh, wedding where um, on every table was a lantern in the center of the table, and each side of that lantern, on each four side, was a stained glass window essentially, and each of those stained glass windows was from a classic NES game. And And they're awesome. And they're awesome. One was Mega Man, one was Castlevania, one was Mario Brothers, and one was Legend of Zelda. And uh, all the art for these was done by my friend who was getting married, who, incidentally, she was also uh, one of my coworkers on the Nintendo team. So that's fantastic. This
0: <laughs> is that, it's a, that it's like, a great lantern. like, that's one of like the things I envy Aaron. Like, Aaron's <laughs> got, I think we've talked about it before, Aaron's got a great basement. Um, and <laughs> so that I'm was, that was the very first thing that caught my eye <laughs> when we first came to your house the very first time. I was like, where is that from? And where can I get one? And yeah. you were like, you can't. Yeah, that <laughs> was funny because
1: at the end of that night, like, every table actually had a lantern on it and each one had like... Different ev- game, right? No, no, yeah, a different game. So like you'd have a one lantern which was just Mega Man, one lantern which was just Castlevania. Yeah. And you towards went around- the end of the night, me and like a few other people who were at our table, we went around stealing like... All, All the, the other others. lanterns. So we could have one lantern that had every image <laughs> All four, in it. Yeah. And when we were getting out of there, you just saw the looks that we were given. Like, <laughs> like, people were angry that we were taking those things. But we had special permission from the bride. So it was, you know. So it's okay. That, that trumps oh. everything. If you yep. have permission from the bride, it doesn't matter. On a matter. wedding day, yep. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so on my wedding, I mean, there wasn't a, wasn't a lot of uh, super nerdy things there was a very minor pirate theme you talk about it like <laughs> I was trying to pirates into there I am awesome. shocked, <laughs> yeah, shocked. I am shocked. Uh, I'm so happy yeah. that.
0: <laughs> that's so funny
1: minor pirate theme sort of in there and I actually <laughs> did use the monkey island music during the reception at one point yes. in there so like I think <laughs> uh, I think all did. the people uh, during the reception the intro of the wedding party into the reception was done to one of the monkey island themes <laughs> that's and my uh,
0: favorite new inside joke <laughs> you talk about pirates on every, every month.
1: I had to work it in there somewhere but this was my chance to work in a little bit of Legend of Zelda and the thing is is like when people at weddings people walk down the aisle and there's a few like standards sort of thing you talk about and uh, yep. i mean like Packabell's canon is always yeah that's a, the that's the go-to that's sort of a go-to that a lot of people use there's of course there's also like uh, mendelssohn's wedding march which is the uh like i think that's the
0: dun-n-n-n-n. oh is that that one? Okay. Oh wait
1: no wait i may have that backwards because i think that's bride. i think that's wagner's wedding march is the here comes a bride everyone okay. else says yeah. here comes a bride but i think that's um Wagner's wedding March and then there's also Mendelssohns wedding March which is the dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun, yeah.
1: dun, and there's like these that they
0: also th- use for graduations sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes,
1: yeah there's the, so there's like the traditional wedding songs and I, I like I said I wanted to work some Zelda in there but my wife is not a big like she's not a super nerd like I am no but this song because it's done in like it's all strings, It's just string quartet. It's very sort of like flowing and moving. Kinda like a a, covert. It's a covert Zelda (laughs) song. It's a (laughs) covert Zelda song. (laughs) Yeah. And and on top of that, like it's got a harp. Like it's sort of dominated at the beginning by harp and then there's like these very sort of melodic
0: strings. And can I guess before you go on? Did you like just play it for her and be like, should we use this music and not tell her what it was from?
1: (laughs) You know, I might have done that, but I I might have been honest up front. (laughs) That's how I would have done it. I remember searching (laughs) for a song and I remember proposing it, and I may have like even said, like, how about this? And like being early on, it's like, yes, this is from a game, but I just want you to listen to this, keep an open mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's great about it is it has a little sort of like, string introduction before it gets into the thing proper. So, so it's it perfect worked, for it. Yeah, yeah, it worked great because basically the music starts and that's sort of an indication that the wedding party is coming and that everyone should sort of like shut up.
0: <laughs> and, and, and then and turn around.
1: And then the, usually. The, then the harp kicks in and that's kind of, it's got a nice slow cadence, perfect for like walking down the aisle. aisle. And uh, it's funny because I remember that as I was walking in when it was my turn to sort of come in and the song was playing, I shot a look to my friend, the same friend whose wedding it was who did the, the lanterns. Uh, lanterns. As I looked over to her and I gave her like a little nod. But I talked to her later and I don't think she even noticed. I think she was so like just focused on what was happening. She was caught up in the moment and didn't even notice that the music that was playing was Zelda, which is weird because she's one of the biggest Zelda fans that I I know.
2: But a lot of us, when we hear gamer music, it just it's so natural that we don't say <laughs> actually yeah hey, this that is happens a, to me sometimes it's through. not out of place because we just yeah we listen i, to I it. was listening to this on my way here <laughs> and that's the thing
1: is like to listen to this if you didn't know it was a zelda song you wouldn't guess it was a zelda song. yeah so yeah. without further ado this is the song that i got married to this is uh kakriko village from hyrule symphony
2: Picture a chicken walking past you and you're <laughs> having to kick it out of the way. <laughs> like, yeah, get just ta- atta- attacked by not Not too hard because you don't want the yeah, whole flock. Just once. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just as you get to the aisle or something, there's he like goes, a chicken walks <laughs> by. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. Somebody in your, one of your guests at the wedding is tugging on your shirt. Can you help me find my other nine chickens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And you know what was funny? Cause I, I this,
0: this
1: may seem like a weird thing too, is that when, when my wife and I were first planning the wedding is that it almost started out and we were talking about it in like generic wedding terms and I wasn't super attached to it. It's like, this is just a wedding. It's kind of like. For other people, we doing all these traditional things, and I kind of felt a little disconnected to it. And yeah, then we got I think to that a, happens with a lot of people. Yeah, and but then we got to this point where we started to think, no. This is for us. We're going to do this for us and yeah. we're going to do whatever the hell we want. And I started to in putting these, these personal touches. Like, you know, when I started doing the pirate stuff and I'm like making like an old-fashioned, old-timey pirate treasure map and that's like the map on how to get to the wedding. Oh, cool. Which like we, you just designed one yeah. like in Photoshop or something? Yeah, exactly. That's awesome.
0: Because we got married
1: in uh, Banff, so um,
2: yeah. out in the mountains. Lots of pirates. In, we got <laughs> married in
1: Banff in winter, so like the opposite
0: of pirate kind
2: yeah. of thing. <laughs> pretty
1: much. But all, all the little like like pirate touches that were sort of in there. And then like the little like gold touches.
0: coin coins at the table. And stuff? We did.
1: We did have gold coins. Like what we actually did is we points. had, uh, we had on every table there was a treasure chest okay. that, that we aged. So it was like, we bought these little treasure chests like and then used like a wire brush to like make yeah. them look like they were really old. And I actually still have one of these in my basement. You've probably even seen it, yeah. but it's full. Like what happens now is that uh, like it was full of gold coins. Like you said, chocolate coins and stuff like that. And each table had like a pirate theme name. One was even Jolly Roger Bay from uh, Mario sixty four. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what <laughs> I d- what I do with that chest is I still have one of those chests in my basement, but it's full of. Uh, every time you go to Disneyland, there is a store <laughs> there called Pieces of Eight, which uh, is okay. right. It's attached to Pirate the exit of Pirates of the Caribbean. So you come to Pirates of the Caribbean, you can go right into Pieces of Eight. Seven and pieces of eight. They have this. Uh, They have this chest full of like fake treasure, like plastic jewels and coins and stuff like that, like these little metal coins. And you get these little felt bags, and it's like for a fixed price, you can fit as many jewels as you can possibly get into that bag. Oh, okay. And that's what you can take. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Every time I go to Disneyland, I fill one of these little bags, (laughs) I bring it back home. And I put it in that chest.
0: So that's your so, that's your booty. And that's my booty. <laughs> so at this point in
1: time, that chest is is full of like a whole bunch of those little bags from all my trips to Disneyland. And if I go to like a different Disneyland park, just like say Tokyo or something like yeah. that, and they don't have that specific treasure thing, I will still go to the pirate store and buy something that gets added to that chest. So if you look in that chest, <laughs> there's new cool. things like there's a, my latest acquisition was from my trip last November to Tokyo Disneyland. And I bought a like skull and crossbones ring, which oh, I nice. actually wore for the whole trip, which <laughs> Emily <laughs> absolutely hated. It's like, I was buying it as a prop, but here I am like walking around everywhere in Japan with this stupid, like skull and crossbones ring. That's but, awesome. Yeah, That's so funny. A prominent spot in there. So, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> stories,
0: man. Yeah. All right. So that's all for our uh, picks this month. But because it is the fourth episode of the month, it is time for drum roll. <laughs> the name that tune game. Yeah. I so know. and like uh, as promised, this is a special edition of the name that tune game. So generally what we do is we have um, well, actually, I can't say generally because it's evolved every time. But um, normally it's a version of here's some short snip- snippets of songs one at a time have a listen, and then write down uh, three points. It would be for game, uh, song, and composer. Uh, this time, because it's Zelda month, we're mixing it up. So uh, what we have this time is, uh, based on suggestions from last time, is it's, it's, they're all tied together. So it's, and it's five instead of three. So it's five <laughs> quick sound bites, and it's all sound effects from different Zelda games. So, <laughs> so we are gonna hear five sound effects. You're gonna hear five sound effects back to back. back to back to back. It's I'm like I think it's a couple seconds. It's very quick. Yeah. I'm super nervous. Like me too. <laughs> I know Zelda pretty well, but I feel like I'm gonna bomb this yeah. so bad. So. Bomb? bomb. Oh, okay, but hold <laughs> on. Let me write that down. So, so uh, for this one, it's just two points um, per per sound, if you will. It's uh, the game and the sound effect. Mm-hmm. So I tried to pick stuff that was mostly iconic. Uh, not not nothing too really obscure or crazy, but I'll play it for you guys. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna give you a maximum of three listens, but if you if you say after two you've got it, we'll stick there. But <laughs> okay. I'll give you a maximum of three listens, uh, and Hopefully then you know we time can write well we can space them out, right? Yeah. So like first two you do a couple, next two you do a couple, whatever, and. Um, yeah, so that's how we're gonna play this one. So, so if you're listening, play along.
2: Grab yeah. a pen and paper. Grab a pen can and can paper. Can you
0: beat us? Can you beat us? So yeah. Can you beat, can you beat, beat our score? Yeah. yeah. If,
2: if you if you legit beat us, let us know on Twitter too. So. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, oh, that's we can the sound. Of arrow hitting a shield from Link's crossbow training. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How did you know? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: anyway, so here's your first listen to five seconds of Zelda sounds. Here we go. Yeah, <laughs> that, w- that went so fast that I don't even know. <laughs> Hold on. All right, so I'll give you guys some time. I'd yeah. like uh, to like maybe do the ones that you think you know. Uh, so there's five. There's five. Technically six total sounds in there, but we'll call it five. So you guys, let me know when you want to have your uh, your next lesson. Fur- furiously writing down things.
2: I only. Uh, H- like, held on to the, the, the ones I knew, and I erased the other ones <laughs> out of my head, okay. so I don't... I, so
0: you've done everything you can do so far? Let me know if, when you want your second listen. I'll, I'll just wait for Aaron to finish writing. Oh, man, I... uh <laughs> i I I don't even remember what they all are, so I can't yeah. listen. Remember again. this was your suggestion yeah, the back I know. to back sounds. <laughs> I, I was thinking like music effects this this <laughs> go fast.
2: I, I could get them all, I'm sure, if I listen to them yeah. one at right. a time. I'll, right, I'll right, also let you know, Steph
0: got all of them. Okay. okay. Oh, damn. damn. Uh. <laughs> all right, here you go. Yeah. Here it is again. I think we're gonna need three listens, Yeah. But <laughs> They're all fairly distinct sounds, I think. Um, Also, um, as a hint, some of them we've like talked about before. Or at least one of them, I know. So dependent on how good your memory is. (laughs) I was super excited for this all week, though.
1: Okay, I'm going to have to hear them again, though. Okay,
0: Jordan, uh, let me know when you're ready. Yeah,
2: I'll be ready in a second. Yep.
0: I can see Aaron, like, I can see the gears turning, (laughs) the smoke coming out of his ears through his headphones. It's fantastic. (laughs) Jordan seems pretty confident, but you know, also, I'm, gonna, I'm not super confident. I'm gonna so. I'm gonna be pretty uh, Lax on the what the sound is okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna be some of them purpose are like, spe- s- specific on it.
1: Some of them. I'm like, oh, yeah, a bang on I know what that is Yeah, but
0: then others are you know, yeah shape, a little more ready Whenever, Okay. Uh, here's yeah. your third and final listen what? Okay. <laughs> It is hard I, I I will say that I would never have gotten this, but okay. I'm not as big as elephants as you guys. Are,
2: four are super easy for me, and one and I'm one just is hard. All right, I think sure. I
0: think I've got guesses here. So on all yeah. five. All right, all right. Jordan, when, whenever you're
1: ready. Are you going to do all five? or Are we going to do like one and one and then?
0: Yeah, we'll just start. We'll go through the uh, in order. Okay. All right. All right so uh, the
2: first sound, uh, Jordan. What do you got? Um, when, when you have a full power, uh, sword in the first Zelda game, when you shoot the mini sword out of your master yep, sword, correct. beam sword, <laughs> beam sword. Yeah, yeah, I same got that. beam sword. Yeah. So it's, from I Z- got sword shoot from Zelda one. Zelda, from
0: Zelda so, one, sword shoot.
1: Mine even says that sword shoot, Zelda one. So there you go. Very good. I, I
0: wrote that. Very good. Um, so number two, what do you got Jordan? Uh, the key get from link to the past. Perfect. Uh, you know, I failed on this one. What did you say? Did get you item? Said, I said
1: rupee collect on, on from, Link, Link to the Past. Okay, so, so, I get one so point. you got
0: one point. So let me, I got to keep track here. So Jordan's I, got four points and Aaron's got three
1: points. As I've said in the past, Link to the Past is actually my least familiar Zelda game.
0: Oh, um, then, right. Yeah, then, yeah, you have Then maybe
2: that. you got the one that I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next one, what do you have, Jordan? Uh, dropping from high above and hitting the ground in Ocarina of Time. Yeah. I should say uh, adult probably Link Adult Link, Link, landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is what yeah. it
0: is. And Aaron? I have fall damage. Ocarina of time. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. it. You both get it. We've talked about that one before because I've mentioned, I I think I mentioned, it might've been in this month, but that, that is like one of my favorite sounds (laughs) just (laughs) from (laughs) Ocarina of time. I just think it's funny. Okay. The next one.
2: What do you got? Jordan? Uh, Young links. Um, uh, combo from, from smash brothers melee. Oh, you're so close. What do you have? Young links, um,
1: sword swinging from Majora's mask.
0: You got it. Wow. Oh on. my god. I can't believe you so the thing I couldn't it, believe that you could distinct was Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. And Steph it, was like, That's the real test. Yeah, that, so
2: that was from Is there a difference? There is. There is a huge
0: yeah. difference. And I never I thought, oh, they definitely reused those sounds, but they didn't. They re-recorded it and they recorded it differently. Well, he sounds different. His combo is actually extended in Majora's Mask
2: than it is in Ocarina of Time. Like he yeah. had
1: he had different moves and like little flips and weird things that he could uh, well
2: yeah. in Smash it also sounds like there should be another other, like um, noise he makes. Yeah, but I mean, I gave. I g- I'm gonna give you one point for that because you said Young Link attack, and so yeah. that's yeah. I'm gonna give you
0: one one point for that. And yeah. they may have reused that sound yeah. in Smash. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm gonna. I'm so gonna right now you're ta- tied. So this is the tiebreaker. So number
2: uh, number five. What do you got? I have no idea.
0: What no idea? You're yeah. yeah, kidding.
2: I I don't know that one. Oh damn! I did write something down, and I'm not confident. I, I said well, it, what did I, you write down? it was Tingle from Ocarina of Time.
1: Nope. You, you know what? I do know what it was. It's the uh, fish from uh, Wind Waker. Yeah. The Kay? fish from Wind w- yeah. It's the guy who gives you the map, the map fish. I don't, I I don't actually Waker, right? remember his name. Barely. Oh, see, oh, that's too bad because... Yeah. I, I love Stance. that guy. Every See, time I was you talk trying to, to I was
0: trying to be fair with this and give you guys uh, uh, like some even uh, stuff. I didn't know you had barely played Wind Waker. I yeah, thought you had But m- I barely played Link to the yeah, Past. So, it, it so, yeah. so, so I guess it was pretty fair. It was fair. All right, so Aaron takes this one. <laughs> oh man, it was Aaron's, close got, there. The, yeah, was Aaron's got the belt,
1: Aaron's got the title. Still got it. <laughs> I was behind for a bit, but then we evened it up. I was really worried because you know, there's not a lot of dialogue options in Wind Waker that are like super noticeable unless you pick like Beetle the Shop Guy.
0: Yeah, I was gonna either do Beetle the Shop Guy, Errol. Yeah, um, the sister that we were talking about earlier, or this, and or this is like the best.
1: <laughs> you could do that guy who runs the canon game who goes sploosh.
2: <laughs> See, yeah, I, that's a great I, one. Yeah, I would have Absolutely. got any of those, but I would have got Beetle because I Beetle's Beetle's great. I yeah. and, remember him. And, and Beetles in. Uh, in Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, he's in I, think, I don't think I can not, say not a spoiler. spoiler yeah. <laughs> yeah, We've all met Beetle. So.
0: so, all right. So Aaron keeps it. Uh, damn. For cool. this week, <laughs> close. That was so. That was a tough one. I want to yeah. give you guys both credit. You guys did really well. That was super hard. Yeah. All of them back to back like that. So really, really tough. So and that was a that was a pretty good guess with Tingle because it kind of sounds it almost did. like something Tingle would it say. Su- but, it
2: sounded like Tingle, but I knew it wasn't. Wasn't. Him.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. but
1: you said like you said Tingle from Ocarina of Time, but. I think it wasn't in the Oh, yeah, he was in Majora's Mask. You mean,
2: you meant Majora's Mask. Well, yeah. I would have got it wrong if <laughs> I was... Because I, you're right. I, I know what you meant. He, yeah. You're right. He wasn't in Ocarina of Time, yeah. so...
0: But anyway, so yeah, yeah that's the game. That's our, that's our episode for this week. And uh, we'll be coming at you next month with a whole new topic. But, uh, oh, before we go, though, we have to mention the contest. All right, so yeah, as always, the giveaway uh, that we have is uh, we have three games. So as I talked about, I have the uh, Humble Bundle games that I'm giving away this month. So we have Sword of Sorcery. Sword and Sorcery, I should say. Uh, Sword of Sorcery sounds like a good <laughs> spin off of that game, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I play that, especially like, in the Genesis. Yeah, World like- of Goo and Human Resource Machine. Which none of us have played. So, like I said, if, <laughs> if you get that one and you play it, tell us how it is. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, as always, to win win one of those three games, all you got to do is hop on Twitter, interact with us in any way. Like, follow, share, subscribe, all of it's good. Uh, and then for a bonus entry, uh, give us a review on iTunes or a comment on SoundCloud. Um, and yeah, that's it for this month. We hope you've enjoyed Zelda Month, and we'll uh, catch you next month with a whole new topic. The power is yours. <laughs>